You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. So let me get this right. Uh, The answer from Congress to the outrage of Americans and the panic of Americans about our southern border, which everybody knows is wide open, which everybody knows is a threat to us, the answer of Congress is to codify it, to make it permanent and even worse. That's your Congress. Your Congress. The Senate decided that while you're screaming to the high heavens that you're worried about your country, that you are frightened about the the uh, the people coming across the border who are military age, a lot from China, 30,000 from China. The answer from Congress is, let's make it permanent so you can't protest it anymore. Let's just destroy the country. That's your Senate. There are people in the Senate of the United States of America who have decided that it is prudent to destroy America. Do you understand that? Do you understand how gigantic and profound this is? Do you understand why there are people saying that this bill is dead in the House? We're going to get to this, and I'm going to tell you, there are days that I come in, and obviously my my goal with this show, my duty in this show is to inform you, to motivate you, to entertain you. That's what I'm here for. But there are days when the anger becomes so great because I see what some in our country are doing to the country that we love and the country that we want to live in for the rest of our lives and our children and our grandchildren. And we know now that there are people in our government who hate the country as founded, who hate the fact that it has become the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. There is no doubt about that at all. For 40 years, they have told us you need to hate America. They told you you need to kneel for the anthem. They told you that white people hate black people and black people hate white people. And I got to tell you, this is it. I'm so done playing with these people. And everyone who has uh, supported this bill in the Senate need to be marked for removal from Congress by the people. Meaning, you're done. If you uh, supported this bill, if you're behind this bill, you're done. Mitch McConnell, done, done, done. Mitch McConnell is no longer the, the, uh, the, he is the enemy of the people. So is Chuck Schumer. So are Tom Lankard from Oklahoma. His career is over. He's done. He's finished. Can you believe that so many people in Washington, D.C. would plug their ears to your cries about the southern border and then literally make you pay for your own destruction? Can you believe it? Can you believe this? Can you also believe that this bill is not about the border? It's not one bit about the border. It's about paying off cronies and defense contractors and oligarchs. And there's a little a little bit of money on the $20 billion for the border. And all that is there for is to expedite the number of illegals coming into our country. This is it. 
this is it. We have to become ungovernable. And I'm not talking about violence. I'm just talking about you call your congressperson every single friggin' day and you say, this is unacceptable. We want our damned country back. And if you won't do it, we'll find somebody else. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. That whatever any form of government, whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. It's time to alter it. It's time to abolish this iteration of the government. I'm talking about chopping the heads off of these agencies, like the DHS, like the CDC, like the HHS, like the IRS. All of them. All of them. Alter it. And to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. It's 2024. It's 2024. You knew that things were going to get insane. Maybe you didn't expect they'd become this insane so quickly. 800-922-6680. An appeals court rules that Trump does not have immunity in the January the 6th case. Not a surprise. Not a surprise. It's a, a D.C. Court of Appeals. There's not immunity, no immunity from prosecution for conduct the Justice Department included in its indictment related to the events of January the 6th. We have balanced former president's asserted interests in executive immunity against the vital public interests that favor allowing this prosecution to proceed. We conclude, uh, despite the fact that there was no insurrection, concerns of public policy, especially as illuminated by our history and our structure of government, compel the rejection of his claim of his immunity. Well, that's fine. Then I want Joe Biden charged with 85,000 counts of child sex trafficking. I want Joe Biden charged with 13 counts of negligent homicide for the botched withdrawal of our troops from Afghanistan and the deaths of 13 such individuals during that botched withdrawal. I want Joe Biden to be charged with three counts of negligent homicide for the three Military members who were killed in Jordan a week ago. I want Joe Biden charged with every fentanyl overdose. I want Joe Biden charged with every crime that has been caused by illegals to come into our country under his border policies when they commit acts against American citizens. I want Joe Biden charged for all of it. There you go. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and charge Barack Obama with negligent homicide with regard to Benghazi. The death of our ambassador and some brave soldiers. I want him charged with at least negligent homicide. Because they did nothing to save those people. Let's tear the uh, let's tear the band-aid off the wound here, shall we? Let's do it. Let's make this happen. If they want to play this game, let's make this happen. Bring it. Bring it. This will be appealed to the Supreme Court. It should be rejected by the Supreme Court. 
there is a possibility that the Supreme Court will kick it back down to the uh, Judge Chutkan in D.C., where, of course, she will go ahead and approve the ruling. The American people are done. Black people are done. Even uh, a lot of liberals are done. Conservatives are definitely done with this. These abuses uh, and usurpations, honestly. And then we see, on top of everything else, on top of all of the crap you've had to endure because of this illegal invasion into our country, we find out that the two uh, highest individuals in the Senate, uh, the, uh, the minority leader and the majority leader, were both working this behind closed doors for months, completely disregarding the needs and wants of the American people to literally codify the illegal invasion forever and effectively destroying our country. That's what you're dealing with. That is what you are dealing with. And I hate to start off the show so seriously, but we are in serious, serious times. This is Jonathan Turley. A couple of months ago, talking about the American people and where we are. Well, this court just handed partisans on both sides uh, the ultimate tool to try to uh, shortcut elections. And it's very, very dangerous. I mean, this country is a powder keg, and this court is just throwing matches at it. And I think that uh, it's a real mistake. But I think that they're wrong on the law. You know, January 6th was many things, most of it not good. In my view, it was not an insurrection. It was a riot. That doesn't mean that the people responsible for that day shouldn't be held accountable. Uh, but to call this an insurrection for the purposes of disqualification uh, would create a slippery slope for every state in the union. Yeah, we're done. We want to vote for our damned candidate. We know now that 2020 was a rigged election. We want retribution for that. We want Donald Trump as the president. And then we want retribution for all of the nonsense we've had to go through the last three frickin' years. Matt Gates is introducing a, uh, a bill to exonerate Donald Trump of any insurrection in every way, shape, and form. But we are here today to authoritatively express that President Trump did not commit an insurrection, uh, and we believe Congress has a unique role in making that declaration. It's not the job of the states, and especially not the Donald job of John some Trump, bureaucrats in Colorado to make this assessment and interfere with the rights of voters to cast their vote for the candidate of their choice. The very experts who often get on television and talk about securing democracy seem to be the first to want to then remove a candidate from the ballot because they are afraid that he is too popular. We have 63 co-sponsors to the resolution that Ms. Stefanik and I will be filing today to express the sense of Congress that President Trump did not uh, commit an insurrection. And if you don't believe me, you know who else said there was no insurrection? Uh, would you believe? Would you believe it was CNN? Yeah. Would you believe it was CNN? Donald John Trump, President of the United States, upon two articles of impeachment exhibited against him by the House of Representatives, and two-thirds of the senators present not having found him guilty of the charges contained therein. It is therefore ordered and adjudged that the said Donald John Trump be, and he is hereby, acquitted of the charges in said article. There you go. That was uh, John Roberts, who is uh, a Benedict Arnold in many ways. 
There was no insurrection. It was a Reichstag moment. I said it on January the 7th. There was no damage to the interior of the Capitol. It wasn't 9-11. 350 police officers and firefighters didn't get crushed and burned to death. 300 people didn't jump from the roof of the burning Capitol. It's always been a joke. It's always been a political cudgel against those who would say no to the deep state of this country and the direction of the country. This is Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, who I guess grew a pair of something over the uh, over the weekend saying this bill is dead. We, we did th- read through it, Laura, and it did not take long to realize that this is dead on arrival. There's no way we could bring this through the House. The Senate expects us to pass a, a bill, a piece of legislation that you just did a great job dismantling here. What it would do is actually further incentivize illegal immigration. It would not resolve any of the problems, not reform nope. in any meaningful nope. way. Nope. The broken asylum system. The They're not on our side. Broken parole process and all the things that have created this catastrophe. And by the way, meanwhile, it further empowers the very cabinet secretary who designed and created this mess. They don't follow federal law. Why would we do this anyway? But the bill itself would actually do more harm than good, and that's why we've said it's it's a non-starter. By the way, Mitch McConnell made a shocking decision to recommend Republicans block the advancement of the uh, the pro-immigration bill. He's literally turning against his own bill because he's seen, he's seen the overwhelming number of Senate Republicans planning to vote against the measure. Oh, yeah, and the millions of people in this country who want him removed from office. And by the way, because he did negotiate this deal, he's done. He's done in leadership. He's done. Let him finish out his tenure and then GTFO. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Mitch. Bye-bye, Mitch. So we got a lot of things we're going to get to, a lot of audio, a lot of uh, great thoughts from America's uh, biggest thinkers. Also, uh, some audio from CNN or for, from uh, 60 Minutes about who's coming into our country. A lot of Chinese. I told you that Joe Biden's presidency is the quid pro quo. And I stand by that. You know why? Uh, because I'm not stupid. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Tuesday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Somebody call a plumber. It's time to drain the swamp. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a 1776 moment right now. That's where we live right now. And you want to know what does it mean to be a Republican today? It means we believe in the ideals of 1776. Unless you're Mitch McConnell. Ideals like freedom and merit and the pursuit of excellence. That you get ahead in this country, not on the color of your skin, but on the content of your character and your contributions. End affirmative action. End DEI. We are done with the nonsense. Send it back home. Uh Uh-huh. The nonsense. Yeah. I said that 2024 has to be the year we return from nonsense back to common sense. Unfortunately, members of the Republican Party and Democrat Party in Congress, in the Senate, decided to maintain the nonsense on the southern border. We are in the middle of a war in this country. That's what this is. It's not a war between black and white. It's not between Democrat and Republican, even in a deeper sense. It's between the permanent state and the everyday citizen. Between those of us who love the United States of America and a fringe minority who hates this country and what we stand for. And right now we need 
a commander-in-chief who will lead us to victory in this war. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what I told you, um, the, the, what we have to do is we have to overwhelm them with patriotism and joy. And we also need to make them know that we're done messing around. Make them know the profundity of our response to their actions. It will be overwhelming. It will be overwhelming. If you if you attempt to do anything else with this bill in the Senate, your career is now your career is already done. For supporting this bill in the Senate, your career is already done. Mitch McConnell is done. I mean he was done before, but now he's super done. Majority uh, leader Mitch McConnell, he made the shocking decision that uh, you know they're going to recommend Republicans block his bill, citing the overwhelming number of uh, Senate Republicans voting against it. Longtime Republican leader spoken in favor of the deal, did not express any personal hesitations about the legislation to his colleagues. Mitch McConnell, uh, Democrat leaders agreed to pair foreign aid to Ukraine, on which McConnell is the Senate's greatest champion with a border compromise. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, touted his close work with McConnell. I've never worked with somebody more closely than McConnell on any piece of legislation. Both of these men are dead men walking politically. Politically. Leaked details of the secretive deal, which McConnell's chosen Republican lead negotiator James Lankford, whose career is done, the Oklahoma GOP has abandoned him and should, and other allies denied, were confirmed Sunday upon the bill's release. The overwhelming opposition led to McConnell's altering his plan Monday night. You spoke. You said bleep no. Bleepity 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 no. Done. Done. The plan would set into law many of the open border pro-migration policies Biden has instituted that we have le- that have led to a wave of migration that has overwhelmed law enforcement at the southern border. It codifies it. It makes it permanent. So what has happened in the destruction of our country? It would make it ad infinitum and ultimately end in the collapse of the country, the economy, everything. Everything, everything, everything. I'm not being pejorative either. Not one little bit. Secretly lies and broken promises by Senate Republican leadership resulting in a historical pro-migration border surrender are irredeemable. That's Senator Mike Lee. Every, even while refusing to let us see the bill they claim to be negotiating on our behalf for months, they never uh, were never in doubt, insisting we'd be dumb and even unpatriotic not to support it. This is what he says. Listen, this is a disqualifying betrayal. This is a disqualifying betrayal, meaning Mitch McConnell is done. James Lankford is done. Anyone who supports this bill is done politically. Done. This is worse than bad negotiation. It's betrayal. Senator Mike Lee, if you had a lawyer, agent, and employee who botched a deal as badly as Senate GOP leadership botched this border supplemental aid package, would you immediately fire that person? Of course you would. Of course you would. It is the ultimate slap in the face. It is the ultimate Congress making a mess and rubbing your face in it. I told you that. That's what this is. Unreal. Former BPS director Mark Morgan, the man who knows more about this issue than just about anybody in the world, joins us next. Do not leave your radio, kids. This is The Rob Carson Show.
Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z from anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. The Senate Republican rules, and the Wall Street Journal reported this, you have to have 25 House Republicans get on board with this thing. So it's not going to just be nine Republicans joining the 51 Democrats and getting to the 60 vote threshold in the Senate to move forward past closure, to, uh, to pass legislation that generally takes 60 votes in the Senate. Under the Senate, uh, the Senate internal rules, you need 25 Senate Republicans to go along with this bill in order for McConnell to provide those votes to get Democrats past that 60 vote threshold. So I I can't imagine that 25 Republicans would be stupid enough to put their careers on the line for this abomination of a an immigration import bill. And I mean, it's a it's this is the dumbest thing that Senate Republicans could do is support this bill that is going nowhere in the House of Representatives. Yeah, it is political suicide, and it should be, by the way. We have a special guest on the show, and I know he's very busy and in high demand, and it is always a, a gift to have him on the show, Mark Morgan, former commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency, also Newsmax contributor, among other things. Uh, Mark Morgan, welcome to the Rob Carson Show, man. I'm glad you, uh, you found the time to talk to us today. Thank you. Brother, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I got to tell you, man, I, I read, uh, I didn't read the entire bill. I don't have time to ride three, read uh, 300 pages of gobbledygook. But it is very clear that this was a betrayal of the American people, wholesale betrayal of the American people, of the southern border, codifying what Joe Biden has already done and even putting the pedal to the metal on it and making it worse. I'd like your thoughts about what this, these, these, I can't even say the word on the radio, are trying to do to us. Go ahead. First of all, Rob, I, I, I completely agree. And, and I did read, uh, with respect to the, uh, the, the part with our border, I, I read every word. And I want to be very clear. This is not a serious border security bill. This is, this is actually a gift to the cartels. It's a financial windfall for them, as well as the NGOs and sanctuary cities, who we know continue to support and facilitate uh, the, the incredible historic flow of illegal aliens. But let me give you just one picture. So, so as as we're going to give sixty billion dollars to re- Ukraine. Oh, by the way, Rob, let, 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 to put that in perspective, the entire United States Marine Corps annual budget is fifty three billion. 
We're actually giving more to Ukraine to help uh, uh, support their borders than, than, than it takes to fund the entire United States Marine Corps. But back to the border. $7 billion of their so-called border security package is going to go directly to NGOs and sanctuary cities. $1.4 billion, as example, goes to FEMA grants that's going to go directly to provide free housing and other services for the illegal aliens. $40 million of U.S. taxpayer goes to actually hire attorneys for a certain demographic of illegal aliens. Rob, what the hell does that have to do with border security? I tell you, nothing. The other thing that this bill does, it actually codifies uh, many of the Biden's unlawful open border policies right now. What it's going to do is that will actually – so if we actually get another president in the White House that actually is serious about doing their constitutional duty, duty to secure, defend, and protect our borders, it's actually going to prevent them from actually being able to do what they need to do. This bill is absurd, and I agree with you. If any Senate Republican votes for this, we should absolutely go after them. No, they got to be done. They're 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 completely done. James Lankford is already done. He's toast. He has lost his right, uh, granted by the citizens of his state, to uh, to belong in that office. He does no longer represent the people of the state of Oklahoma. Mitch McConnell does not represent the people of the United States or the people of Kentucky. And then there's this. Listen, to this this is uh, the Texas uh, the the state of Texas would be stripped of its powers in the bill. So not only that, they literally squeezed in of this, uh, Greg Abbott's response to the the crushing uh, number of immigrants coming across the border, they're literally saying in this bill, no state has the right to defend its own borders. So it is not only it is not only a front to, to our sovereignty, it's a slap in the face to people who would stand up to it. This is ridiculous, Mark. This is I'm so pissed beyond belief I can't even see straight. Look, bro, I'm with you. I mean, that phrase you just talked about, that, that's actually anthemical to the Constitution. Article 1, Section 10 specifically gives the states that authority when the federal government fails their constitutional responsibility to protect the states. And here's something about Senator Langford. Look, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to uh, be in a position to, to question his motives or, or his integrity. Yeah, uh, you, you know, uh, look, I'm going to leave that to others. But, but I will push back hard on what he says. And Rob, this is important because he has been on the Sunday talk shows and there's a couple of things that he said. He says that this bill ends, quote, ends catch and release. I'm telling you, that is a bald-faced lie. That is absolutely not correct. It actually codifies catch and release. What they've done in this bill, they've set out a new process. It, uh, get this right here. Here's a, a great bureaucratic line. It's a provisional non-custodial detention. All right. Uh, so non means not. So so they're actually releasing them. But because they say, oh, no, no, they're in removal proceedings and, and we're going to have government supervision. Uh, it, it's not really release. Although and, and I really encourage your advice. Page 116, you don't need to read the whole bill. Page 116, they say any alien that, that, that's enrolled into this provisional non-custodial detention, this is what it says, page 116, quote, that alien shall be released. Yet he is out there telling and lying to the American people saying that this ends catch and release. 
I'm reading uh, a bunch of different articles. I've seen enough, said uh, 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 Mike Johnson. The bill is worse than we expected. We won't come close to ending the border catastrophe the president has created as, as the lead Democrat negotiator proclaimed under this legislation, the border never closes. This according to Senator Chris Murphy. He literally said the border never closes. Uh, a requirement, the president to funnel asylum claims to the land ports of entry when more than 5,000 people cross a day. The border never closes, but claims must be processed at the ports. This allows for a more orderly, humane asylum processing system. All this is, is buying and paying for an increase in what has already happened in our country, Mark. And I think you have a good idea what the end result would be if this were, in fact, passed. Why don't you give us a little snapshot with your experience on the southern border? I'm telling you right now that the, the cartels, we would actually give the cartels a playbook of exactly how many illegal aliens that they need to have ready to go every single day. And we told them 5,000. As long as you keep it under 5,000, that, that bankroll is going to keep going. Just keep it under 5,000 and you're good to go. And another thing that's going to happen is right now we've got about 60, 65 percent are single adults. What's going to happen, because under this, it actually codifies the floor settlement agreement that says families, unaccompanied minors, you get to the border, you're released. This bill says all families and all unaccompanied minors will be released in the United States. So what we're going to see is back when we saw in 2019, we're just going to see that flip-flop. Mark my words, if this was signed, you're going to see an increase in families, you're going to see an increase in unaccompanied minors, and that's going to mean you're going to see an increase in child exploitation to form fake families, because that's their passport in, and you're going to see continuing alien exploit, I mean, uh, UAC, unaccompanied alien children exploitation and trafficking, because this law will codify their incentive to come to the United States. I got to tell you, I... You know, you you uh, you were not going to uh, hold Lankford, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess responsible to some degree. I'm not sh- trying to put words in your mouth, but I don't care if it's ignorance or actual intentional. Uh, Lankford and his ilk need to be held accountable for it because they clearly have been working on this. They know what's in it. So I'm not going to de- I'm not down with ignorance as a defense. This is not ignorance. This is intentional. People are being paid off. I, I have no doubt about this whatsoever. People are being paid off. Uh, I have no doubt. We've seen it time and time again that 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 people are threatened, cajoled, and and promised. And I have no doubt that anybody associated with this bill would would choose this bill over the American people unless they're getting something out of it. Mark, that's my yeah, gut, and I've been right every time. Well, so I'll tell you, no, no we're 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 more agreeing than things. So, so I I. I... I'm with you 100%, Rob. He should be held accountable. I'm not saying that because and I'll give you a couple of examples. So look, he, he as, as one chamber, as the House in, in, on Capitol Hill is impeaching Secretary Mayorkas, Senator Lankford is actually talking to him and asking him for his advice on, on the policies needed to secure the border. That's literally like asking the arsonist the best strategy to put out the fires that he set and continues to set. The other issue is that all of this was done behind closed doors and was done secret in secrecy. What Langford didn't do is he didn't reach out to like the individuals who led the agencies under President Trump that led to the most secure border in our lifetime. He didn't ask Tom Holman that oversaw ICE. He didn't ask Rodney Scott 
that supervised uh, or oversaw a, a border patrol. By the way, Rodney Scott is actually a constituent in, in, in Senator Lankford State. Nor did he ask me, and I oversaw CBP. It wasn't until the midnight hour until he got pressured that he reached out. And, you know, I'm not going to comment on our specifics of our conversation, but I can promise you that all three of us told him that if, if, if what at the time was being reported in the media was true, this is a fail. And, of course, what did he do? He totally ignored us. He, it was like Charlie Brown to him. He heard wah, 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 and continued with this, this ridiculous, absurd uh, uh, lack of border security. Can you, believe, can you believe that they did that, what they did with Obamacare, which is pass the bill and we'll find out what's inside it? Can you believe they had the temerity to do such a thing in the face of such powerful opposition from the American people and the suffering of the American people, the destruction of our schools by flooding them with illegals who don't speak English, I, I'm, I know this. My kids went to Maryland public schools. They were reading in third grade level and fifth grade because, you know, when you have to teach, uh, you know, six different languages, uh, your kids get screwed. When you talk about the number of homeless people, the number of people who are, who, are being, who are suffering, the people who are suffering under this economy in places like New York City, and now they're giving them $1,000 monthly bank cards and free hotel stays at the Roosevelt, which you'd never be able to afford, even as, a, as an average human being. If you wanted to take a vacation, just spend a week in New York and stay at a hotel like the uh, the Roosevelt, which used to be a nice hotel. You couldn't afford it, but we're rolling out the red carpet. This is the ultimate betrayal of the American citizen, Mark. I got to tell you, this is so thoroughly, thoroughly sickening, and everyone who's been a part of this needs to be held accountable for this. Thank God it was stopped. But if, if a bit of this bill is allowed to pass that allows any of this nonsense, then this has to be this has to be the re- result of uh, this has to result in an, uh, a replacement of this iteration of the federal government at, at the box office or at the at the uh, the ballot box. It has to result in people being removed, and then when someone like Donald Trump is in power, people have to be held accountable for this, uh, which I would consider bordering on, if not complete, treason. Well, your thoughts? Yeah. So look. Exactly. And that, and that is just talking on the substance of this bill, how horrific it is. But here's what I'll add to the accountability. So it's also that they're intentionally misleading the American people, Rob. They're actually lying about what's actually in the bill. Like, for example, on Senator Lankford's website, I really encourage people to go to it. In there, he says that this bill provides money to continue to build the wall. That's a joke. It actually just kicks the can down the road. It actually absolves Biden from violation of the Comptroller Act because he refuses to spend the, bu- uh, the funding, congressional appropriated funding on the wall. So it absolves him of that violation. And then it says, well, and you don't have to build any wall during your administration. That We're just going to save that in the coffers in case we get a conservative president that will actually do it. It's a joke. The other thing, the, the, the 5,000 break glass emergency authority – Here's where this is a joke. First of all, 5,000. So, so 4,999 criminal actions are okay before you do anything. It's absurd. There shouldn't be a threshold. But, but, but let's just go with it. So the threshold, well, guess what? It's got so many exceptions to it is that Secretary Myricus, he can exempt anyone he wants from the emergency authority. Biden can suspend the emergency authority. The emergency authority is limited in time and duration. And during the execution of the emergency authority, they can still allow up to 1,400 inadmissible illegal aliens to come to our ports of entry, be processed and released. 
I, I mean, literally, the exception outweighs the rule, and it makes it meaningless. And that's what they're not being honest with the American people about, Rob. Yeah, this is a... Uh... It's like a psychosexual assault of the American people. I mean, honestly, it's just so absurd and so abhorrent. Can you hold on for the next break? Is it possible? I know you're busy, Mark. Can you hold on a couple minutes and, and, and continue this on the other side of the break for a couple minutes? I, I can. I'm, I'm actually doing a, a Newsmax hit. i got about 10 minutes. Um, all right, let's do that real quick. Uh, take a break. Come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Arriving at the southern border is unprecedented. Last year, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Senores, Senores. recorded two and a half million instances of detaining or turning away people attempting to cross into the United States from Mexico. So, what's the fastest growing group among them? Chinese migrants. Yeah, yes. Chinese. And I've been saying that uh, this presidency is the quid pro quo. What you're seeing at the border is the quid pro quo for millions of dollars from our enemies. You're witnessing it. Mark Morgan, former commissioner, U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I know you only got a couple of minutes. What about China? What about our enemies coming across our southern border, sir? Look, this is, this is just last week, Director Ray was talking about this, director of the FBI. And there's, there's so many things that stuck out, Rob, but one of them that really stuck out, he said that if you took... All our resources, all our analysts and all our agents in the FBI that were working to push back against the hacking uh, that, that the, the, the government of, of, of China is actively pursuing against the United States, compared that to what China has the resources, they would beat us 50 to 1 with the resources they have trying to hack our infrastructure. And, and there's another great quote that's been out there is that going in and, and hacking through, through cyber – is, is ever bit as, as, as challenging and detrimental as dropping bombs anywhere in the United States. This is an absolute real existential threat. And what do we have on the southwest border? Almost 30,000 in the last 36 months. Uh, I'm going to say that again, Rob. 30,000 Chinese nationals have come to our border. The majority of them are a single adult males of military age. In fact, and it's easy. Look, they go from China to Ecuador that has no visa requirements. They, they work with the cartels. They actually can get on TikTok that gives them instructions on how to coordinate with the cartels and then make their journey up the United States and illegally entering. Yet this administration pretends like it doesn't exist or there's no issue. Now, uh, you may recall that you said that, that 36,000 Chinese illegals have come across the border uh, in this amount of months. And I believe right about that same time, China uh, was allowed to, uh, to send its spy balloon over our country and rest over and surveil our uh, most secure military installations. Do you suppose, and this just haunts me every day I think about it. When I saw it, I thought originally they were going to you know, do a, uh, an explosion in the atmosphere, shut down everything. Uh, but but clearly, I mean, I don't think I'm. Uh, uh, this is a stretch, Mark. Look, if 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 the people listening right now, thirty thousand Chinese nationals coming in thirty six months. If you don't think that the People's Republic of China would not utilize those individuals and leverage everything that they had to include maybe. Uh, 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 with respect to family members back in China, using them as leverage, 
to get those individuals here to act in furtherance of China, you're living in a dream world. This Amen. is an issue. And it's just like we say, Rob, the national security issue, right? We have individuals, we have, we have apprehended more individuals on the FBI's terror screening da- database than, than any time in our nation's history. We've apprehended tens of thousands. <laughs> Mark, of- we've, we've got to run because we're up against a hard break. I want to have you on again. Uh, yep. Thank you for this. Thank God this is doing a face plant. But we have, you have wakened beyond awakened a sleeping giant. Mark Morgan, God bless you, bro. We'll have you on again That's soon. Right. i got to take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, a little bit more on the border. Well, actually, a lot more on the border coming up. Also, the death of uh, Toby Keith, um, a remarkable individual, and an, uh, an amazing event happened that took place at the Grammys the other night uh, with Tracy Chapman. All of that's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show.